Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another St. Charles Stories. I'm Nate Went, Tourism and Sales Coordinator for the St. Charles Business Alliance. Also here representing the Alliance is our marketing strategist, uh, Rachel Garland. Hello. So we're going to have an awesome, awesome episode here for you guys today as we're going to be talking with Matt Keen, who has been a pretty prevalent musician here in the St. Charles community. We're excited to kind of learn about his story and get to share a story here. So, Matt, it's great to see you. Thanks for joining us Hi. today. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate being here. Yeah, of course. Well, we're excited to get to learn about you a little bit. So let's kind of dive in. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, how long you've been sure. in the area, where you're from, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was originally born um, in Southern Illinois. I'm actually uh, an Air Force brat. So we moved quite a bit, but uh, I spent my early years outside of Oklahoma City. And then uh, we moved to this area in 1999. So been here now for the better part of 22 years off and on. It's a uh, you can't ever seem to really leave this area. I don't know. You always try and then that something brings you back. So yeah, um, no, yeah called it home now back. for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, anytime it's a short stint that I've been away. So it's this place I've always felt like home and um, yeah, it's certainly still feels that way even more so now. So for sure. So like, you know, is there, you know, besides playing music here, is there any like other favorite things that you like to do in the area? Oh yeah. Well, I have a, I have a two and a half year old son. So parks are a big thing. We like to make sure that those are in working order around the area. Um, the river walk is huge. Um, we enjoy doing that. We fish quite a bit as well. So, you know, the Fox river is, is good for that. Minus the river bugs right now, which are already out, but uh, yeah, they're bad this year. Goodness gracious. But um, yeah, you know, I love to go bowling at St. Charles bowl. Um, and yeah, just generally get around the town. We like uh, Kimmer's ice cream shops, a good good stop. We get into our stadium quite a bit before we take our morning walks. Um, there's just stuff you could do everywhere, it seems. And uh, it's all, for the most part, pretty wholesome. So I've really been joining that with uh, with my son. So we, we have a good time and get out with the family as often as we can. So the family activities in st charles are great <laughs> absolutely no it's it's awesome that you guys get to partake in that really get to enjoy the area so you know and especially with your music so rachel if you want to kind of go and talk to him about his uh his career with music yeah could you give us a little bit of background on kind of your musical roots how you got started sure. play multiple instruments things like that yeah. Um, well, I started playing guitar. Uh, I was nine when I took my first lesson. Um, and my aunt, who was an integral part of raising me, um, she told me as a kid that, you know, the songs that were bands that you need to learn is Led Zeppelin, Earth, Wind and Fire, if you can master that and Jimi Hendrix. So if you can manage those three, you'd be all right. And so that totally sculpted uh, how I started listening to music and what I wanted to do in playing it. Um, and so I, I didn't really take it seriously, though, until I was maybe 15 or 16. Um, and they have a, a thing over at St. Charles North, or they used to um, years ago, it was called Trunk Full of Funk. So it's like an artistic showcase that they would have weekly. Um, so that kind of put me in touch with uh, guys at the time who were juniors in high school when I was a freshman. And so then building bands and stuff like that started to grow from that. So many years spent just as a singer. Um, many years spent just strumming rhythm guitar and now I'm kind of uh, developing a lead guitar style and you know playing electric guitar as well and um, in terms of instruments though it's generally gonna you know I it's my voice and my guitar uh, I can poorly play harmonica and piano and uh, okay. things like that you know I could do I could shake a shaker kind of uh, but 
<laughs> yeah, for the most part, guitar and uh, guitar and voice has been my focus. So, awesome. for sure. yeah. So, you know, with, you know, those two instruments, you know, you've been really, as I said earlier, you're really prevalent here in the St. Charles community, performing at all sorts of venues. You know, you perform almost, I think, weekly at D&G, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, they, uh, that has been a blessing. Um, Alex, the owner, gave me the gig just as the pandemic was really getting underway um, and we were getting in towards that winter. Uh, I started in October there now, two years ago. And yeah, I mean, every Friday, it's like, just uh, an incredible blessing. I've got a great group of folks that come to support me and they bring new folks every week. And uh, the beer and the food is exceptional that they get in there and stuff. So it um, feels like home for sure there. Uh, let's see. I mean, you know, I've been uh, my first time, you know, playing in the area and things like that. I was, man, I, I don't even remember the name of the place. It's where Rocket Fizz is now currently. Okay. There used to be a bar there. Um, so I was 18 and I played there. That would have been my first, I guess, St. Charles gig, you know. Um, and in a lot of ways, those formative years where you load in to play the gig and then you don't really get to stand in the bar until you play. And <laughs> when you're done playing, you, you're not supposed to really be in there either. So, um, yeah, just like a lot of gigs like that, I guess, in the area and working it that way over the years. So and then getting out into the west, uh, west of St. Charles, there was Nico's Lodge and things like that. So um, many years of just strumming guitar and singing songs so it's it's been great though because i have never really pandered in terms of the songs i choose to play and i don't know if that is endearing or not to people but like and not knocking it like i've never you know done sipping on sponge cake or things of that nature um, and i think you know, i can you know bring them songs that they know or enjoy and it's not necessarily all of the same old stuff so in a huge way, yeah, D&G, man, what a blessing, because through that entire winter, um, I was outside playing through it and just cutting my teeth, learning new music, learning ways to make this whole thing seem, you know, more interesting. And um, yeah, give people reasons to maybe come back every week by doing something a little bit different or unique, um, it just as a means of, like, even for myself, I wouldn't generally want to see the same person do the same thing every single week, so... Um, it's been really cool to have that blessing of DNG and learning how to push myself and get better at it every week. So, yeah, I mean, and so, you know, as you kind of talked about with like getting started in St. Charles, like, was it, you know, kind of hard to get your toe dipped into those waters or like once you're kind of in, like, it was like you were in, like, and you're able to kind of connect with everyone or kind of take us through your story, you know, connecting with the St. Charles sure. community. So much of it is just if you're willing to, and it really could go for anywhere that you want to play. If there's anyone listening to this who's trying to do that, if you just go to a spot and, you know, and ask if you're even bold enough to go to a spot and bring your instrument and showcase right there what you could do. Um, people responded really well to my, my dear friend and I, Drew, uh, Drew Depke, we were doing this together years ago uh, as an acoustic duo and he was playing the guitar kind of a thing. And, um, we just would go to places and ask if they were willing to have live music. And um, that's kind of how that started. And it wasn't for, I mean, it took us years before we were playing in places that had a stage or sound or lights or things like that. Um, so for those first few years, especially in this area, you know, you just drag your gear much like I do now and set up and do your thing for a few hours. And it just, I didn't realize that I could monetize it and make it into a, a, a career and a job and do something like that. Um, so that's, and again, just 
humbling and, and incredible to still be in this area and still be doing it. And, um, you know, aspirations of, of big, great things in music, but just so, so grateful for the consistent work and the people in this area who keep coming back out. So, um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of folks who give um, artists in this area legs up, which is really great too. So um, they, I didn't see a time where there's like people turning um, musicians away. So once I was old enough to go to the house pub, which was a place that I frequented a ton as well, um, that be kind of like, be, that became a second home for me in terms of growth and stuff in this area. So for sure, once I got into that, um, you know, group and I was old enough to go to places and actually, you know, be a patron them as well as work them. Um, that opened a lot of doors because have you heard this guy? No, like, you know, you should, you should really check him out. He's a good guy. You yeah, do well for your bar, wherever it might be. Slowly was connecting with everybody else. And that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then I do pride myself, you know, never taking breaks. Um, Cause it just, I struggle with the notion of being in the middle of playing and then, you know, you take a break and who, you, who knows what music might come on and then try to get back into the energy after that. So I just always do the straight three hours or four hours or whatever it is. And um, yeah, again, just these this area and the places in it that allowed me to get better at my craft is just awesome. So yeah, absolutely. So awesome. Well, cool. Well, Rachel, if you want to do the next one. Of course. So do you have any other memories that are just top of mind favorite moments in St. Charles aside from maybe D&G or your first Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely house pub. You know, those, those nights at house pub were great. Um, I cut my teeth in building a rock and roll band from there. Um, for a while I took on, they didn't have music on Mondays for a while. So I tried to do a Mac key Monday thing. And um, we started building steam with that and that's how I built my band. And so then, uh, you know, fast forward a few years um, from that, I was back home. I had broken my leg on tour um, and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next because I obviously couldn't tour with the rock and roll band and I was sitting at home. So I reached out to House Pub and I started doing the Monday thing again. And I guess my, the best memory would be uh, I was doing the Monday night gig and I met my wife and it seemed to all, you know, make perfect sense why I didn't continue on that tour and I came home and healed up enough to start playing at house pub again and then got to meet her so house pub was a that was a great night a great gig <laughs> oh, so yeah so that was like where it all began essentially <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's, awesome. that's right yeah it set my life in a totally new trajectory that evening so oh, that's awesome. yeah if someone definitely if someone couldn't make it to a performance do you have music on any streaming platforms that they could listen to yeah Yes, I do. Um, I have a, a record out there. It's entitled Restless Days, and um, it's under my name, Matt Keen. And yeah, it's uh, kind of a singer-songwriter meets rock and roll blues. Um, I was trying to get a snapshot of my life at the time, and I think it's a really great representation of that. So yeah, Restless Days is, uh, has been special. And, you know, there's a tune on there for my wife, a tune on there for my son. And, um, it's really cool how that developed. And again, the support that people gave to me um throughout the pandemic and i was able to do live streams and stuff like that um that record really helped me get through and it, i've been told that it helps some other folks get through as well so that's been really special so yeah wherever you stream your music um it's out there so 
awesome. Yeah. So, you know, can they catch songs from that, from that, uh, that track list or, you know, what's kind of like, if someone was to go to, you know, D and G on a Friday, like what kind of music can they expect? You know, I, I do, I say circa 1975 and older, um, because I like to play a lot of classic rock, blues rock, Southern rock. Um, but you know, it runs the gamut. I'm willing to go anywhere. I play, you know, reggae has been finding its way in lately. Um, like some Motown soul pop. Um, again, just things that I, I try to stay away from cliche songs, but you know, might play Rocky Mountain Way or Hotel California or something like yeah. that. Just, yeah. And, or some, maybe some B-sides of some Tom Petty that, you know, instead of just American Girl, which I will totally play. But uh, yeah, that, those are the kind of tunes and the energy I'm going for, I guess, is a classic rock thing. So, so, what keeps drawing you back to St. Charles as a performer? Is it the audience, the crowds, the atmosphere? Um, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by the area. Just, yeah, the support is, is incredible. Um, I love being close to home. I'm a homebody. So that's definitely part of it as well. Um, and the fact that you could go to so many different places on any given night and there might be someone in there playing and singing. Um, it just feels like we're supported in this area and that's uh, a great feeling as a musician, you know, you don't, (laughs) until you can really like substantiate it as a career, it's tough to even explain to people. So to go out and have, you know, groups of people really care, really get it, really support you means a lot. So yeah, can't leave, love this area. (laughs) Yeah, you got the strong following, you got that like the, uh, um, the community there that kind of is like right there for you. So it's like, I got it all, all that I need. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I mean, it's cool too. My son uh, will walk around town and stuff and he, he's so aware of where we are in town or what, you know, we're, you know, theater he'll say, and we'll go in there and wander around the Arcada. And he's just, uh, I try to immerse him. We he'll come with me sometimes and set up for a gig and he'll do the mic check or things like that. Um, so it's just cool to get him out in it and, uh, yeah, again, it, it's endearing, I think, to a lot of folks. Just, it's great to feel their love come back when, you know, we're out there doing it like that. So, it's a so family affair. Him being exposed <laughs> to the music already, we might see a, a duo with you and your son one day, depending on how his music That's career it. goes. Yeah, <laughs> be, uh, the Partridge family, for sure, something, you know. Perfect. Yeah, I would, uh, I, yeah, I would hope that he, you know, I'm excited for whatever he wants to do. If he wants to play an instrument, he certainly has access to enough of them to do it. So, (laughs) so awesome. Well, you know, we're kind of getting towards the end here. So this is a question that we'd like to, that we'd like to ask everyone that comes on the the podcast, just to, this is so cool to kind of see what they would do. So, um, but if you were Matt, if you were King of St. Charles for a day, what would be your first proclamation and why? (laughs) I, you know, I thought about this. I was thinking I would probably, um, defer to my wife's judgment and i would let the queen make that decision immediately and then smart uh man, smart man. <laughs> <laughs> and then otherwise you know i would like to uh not just in um lincoln park it would be cool if there you know was um outdoor music maybe that uh went till a reasonable hour and it was okay that that would occur until you know eight o'clock or something like that and you might hear uh, uh outdoor music um, more often than just like the pulsing base of some of the you know downtown spots late at night you know so yeah i love outdoor music it would be cool to see some in potawatomi or you know just kind of pop up that would be 
nice to see. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I thought you'd be like, I want to have, I'm gonna, I would make everyone come to this giant performance that we'd have at like, you know, Lincoln Park or the, the fairgrounds or something. Everyone has to come watch me play or something. So. <laughs> no, 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 no way. I couldn't do it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, That'd be a great it. way to guarantee a show, I guess. But no, man, I would uh, defer to the wife for sure. So absolutely smart man. So, um, all right, Rachel, all yours. <laughs> Well, before we wrap up, do you have any songs that you might want to tease or any upcoming events that you want to talk about? Um, sure. Yeah, I've got a, so I've been working on um, a new record that is called um, Tillerman, is what we're going to call it. And um, there's a tune that's on there that uh, I'm working with and it's called Top. It goes like this. Patience is a virtue I'm coming to. Working Sometimes I get a little too loose. I get out of my own. There's a crazy situation. Yeah, I'm holding on desperately. Mm-hmm. Despite all my faults and my flaws, you want a man like me, yeah, just like me. There's no other way. So what do you say? We take it back to the time. <laughs> well, thank you kindly. I appreciate that. Uh, in terms of special performances, um, I will be out in Swisher, Iowa next uh, month on the 23rd opening for Skip Marley. That's Bob Marley's grandson. So that'd be a cool yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, I'll be uh, heading back out to Sturgis, South Dakota for the rally this summer. Um, and I play at an incredible place out there called Ride and Rest Campground. And then otherwise, you know, I'll be uh, at D&G every Friday. Um, I play quite a bit at Flagship on the Fox, 93 Octane, uh, and hopefully more at the Arcata Theater. So, yeah, um, just look forward to, you know, hopefully meeting some folks and seeing some people out at the shows. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt, I mean, that sounded amazing through Zoom. So I'm sure in person, like, it sounds 100 times better. Sometimes the microphones are kind of strange. But... I, I hope that we can catch you out uh, at a performance sometime around here. You know, if anyone's watching, you know, go check Matt out. He, that, he's got great stuff. So thank you. I appreciate it so much, Nate and Rachel. Thank you so much for having me guys. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, last question, you've done an amazing job, Matt. So one yeah. more for you, you know, is there anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? I just would say thank you for supporting me. And um, I will, you know, I'd love to meet anyone and i'm down to play any gig anytime so please come out to a show and yeah just thank you for the support if you've been to one and hopefully i'll see you at one if i haven't before so awesome yeah well matt it's been a true pleasure having you on you know that people can come you know see your music and come see you perform and go support the local businesses that you play at so yes but otherwise, you know, that'll wrap up our St. Charles story. So we'll have some more coming down the road. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time. Matt, if you want to play us out, that'd be a great extra. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Well, come on. Baby, don't you want to go? Well, come on. 
again for watching our video here we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did so uh if you haven't go check out some of our other content there's so much information out there to learn about our amazing businesses people in st charles and so much more if you have some time we'd like to share some information with you about some amazing amazing things that you can take advantage of to stay in tune with what's going on here in st charles so the first up being go to our website um if you go to our website you can see all the amazing things that you know uh, st charles offers but uh, as we have so much information on there, you can find our happy hour hub, live music schedule, um, where to stay for a weekend, and so much more, especially to our events. Make sure to go to our events page, see all the events that are happening throughout the year, get them on your calendar because they are so much fun. You don't want to miss them. So again, www.sccalliance.org, go check all that information out and go have some fun and plan your stay here in St. Charles. Another great way to stay informed on what's going on in St. Charles is our What's Up St. Charles newsletter. If you haven't, make sure to sign up for that. You can also sign up for that on our website by scrolling all the way to the bottom of the page. In the bottom, there will be a place where you can put your email in and sign up for the newsletter. Um, it's a great way to stay informed on any of the major events that are coming up or anything going on in our businesses. We have businesses that put in deals, specials, and events in there. So it's a great way to stay on top of and check out some great places if you're interested. Last is we've been super, super excited and happy about our Travel St. Charles app. It's been awesome to see the reception as people have really been enjoying it and getting to use it to its full extent. If you haven't checked it out, make sure to because you can take part in our new brewery tour challenge, where if you go to six breweries, you can win a t-shirt. Check that out. But we also have a little promo here that's going to talk about the app a little bit. So here's our little video on our Travel St. Charles app. Mm -hmm. 